Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Are we all supposed to sit here in silence? <laughs> they can hear you, you know. Good evening. Oh, no, it's nice morning. <laughs> fucking morning. Good start. Fucking brilliant. Oh, we sorted out every countdown and everything there going to get it properly and then that. Yeah, we, we, we've had a few, uh, for those of you just in that, uh, Gilly's been working tirelessly on uh, on a few more bits and bobs for the for the pod. We've uh, we've noticed that when we go live, people miss the important bits, you know, the intro, the st- us saying hello to each other. You know, the welcoming. So we thought we'd chuck that 30-second intro in because that's what everybody else seems to do and we like following trends. So, uh, But Gilly did make it a, uh, a LUFC-specific one, so we are a little bit different in that respect. Thank you ever so much for joining me this morning. It was just meant to be me and, uh, and my pod-dodging friend, uh, Carl, this morning. <laughs> but, but naturally, off the back of a win... Everybody wants to talk about these again. Let's let's. Uh, how are we all doing this morning, lads? Anyway, start with you, Carl. How are you? I'm absolutely fine, thank you very much. After yesterday, so happy Good days. Stuff. Gutted you weren't there. A little bit, yeah, considering, but you know, these things happen. Points. I haven't, points. I haven't seen in a way way win yet. I <laughs> do you know what I tweeted earlier. Uh, no, I put Sorry, a post on, on Instagram. I think it was. I said uh, I, I finally managed to see us win away this season, apart from Accrington. <laughs> Uh, I had yeah. a ticket for tick, I had a ticket for Liverpool, but I just had my knee operation, so I had to give it to somebody. Uh, so absolutely yeah. wounded. Gilly, how are we doing, mate? All right. Yeah, good. I uh, I tweeted out this morning some pictures, uh, dropped my little one off at Cadets, and then went for a bit of a walk. Scud sun was shining, birds were singing, three sweet points, and an ocean of salty wolves tears. <laughs> And the guy who's banned to see you getting at... done by police. By <laughs> <laughs> Go on, Luke, Lovely sorry, to see mate. you again, as ever, Jay. Bought you a birthday pint, albeit a week late. 
He did, mate. Yeah, much appreciated. I'm, I'm How still are half you? asleep, to be honest. I've not been up that long. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, for once I can remember the game because I only had two pints after and that were it. So, yeah. <laughs> Almost fresh-faced. I'm still, Almost. I'm still completely sober. We're in day 19. Uh, no, nothing for Luke. No caffeine. No nothing. This is wow. decaf in in the Yaboa Cup uh, this morning. And I, uh, I think it's. I've got Lemsip in the Champions mug. <laughs> Ooh, I don't know. What I prefer. Anyway, plenty to talk about. Loads of stuff to talk about on that game yesterday. Uh, we'll run an intro and we'll get into it. See you in a second, guys. Hi, this is Don Matteo, and you are listening to the Auto Know Better podcast. Let's do this. <laughs> you look like fucking Brolin, you're a Leeds eating bastard. Or some sort of fucking weird floating head. No. You tental player a bit, innit? I mean, I feel a bit like dickhead. Nothing spectacular, really. Nothing spectacular, really. How ironic, Jay, this morning. That that oh, yeah. should close that intro. Um, <laughs> look, I mean, we're all you can see, you can just see it in the air, like this morning between us all. We're all got a smile on his face, you know, a bit of a spring in a step. It, it's mad. I said I was talking to some lads on the way out yesterday, and I said it's absolutely mad how much a Leeds United result determines my weekend, it determines my mood, yeah. it determines how I speak to people, it determines how I act, it depends how I get up on Monday morning for work and I, I decide, <laughs> decide whether I'm going to be a prick to people or whether I'm not. Uh, it just completely shapes my life and it's, it's scary really, isn't it? Like, yeah. let's be honest. It's, it has it's, a knock-on effect in all aspects of your life, doesn't it? It absolutely does. And, and anybody who says it doesn't just lies because it puts you in a fucking foul mood if you, if Leeds play shit. Or even if we even if we play well and lose, we're still not in a great mood. But to go away from home and pick up the second um second away win of the season um in the league from uh, from Accrington Stanley. Um yeah, it's it's a good position to be in. Jay, we were there, uh, albeit not together. We'd bumped into each other in the pub uh, afterwards. Yeah, I... But but it's a funny place to mull you, isn't it, Jay? In terms it of is, atmosphere yeah. and that, because they put you on that bottom stand and it's 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 proper long. Um, yeah, it's and, weird, and, yeah. And you sort of, you hear it the start of a, of a chant starting round your end <laughs> and then sort of 10 minutes later, you hear it finishing down the other end. It's, it's, it's like it's, a Mexican almost, wave. Yeah, absolutely. And, <laughs> and I mean, they, their fans were... Passionate. I, I mean, Wolves fans tend tend to be a decent, decent set of fans, but they were they weren't our fucking salted. Like, you oh, know, I'll was... tell you what, they 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 were quiet for most of the game. To be fair, I expected more, but then when they got that second goal, it came alive. That place, like it were roaring in half. It, it, it was loud intense. as fuck. It, it was it was loud. Probably it was loud. Probably loudest I've ever heard in an away stadium. Um, I, I'd, I'd probably agree. But they were quiet till then. Yeah. But oh the yeah. Thing that really got me were. Sorry, go on. You know, go on. Sorry, mate. The thing that really got me with her when um, we got our third goal, and it was what 58, 59 minutes or something, and people yeah. started leaving. Wolves <laughs> fans started yeah, leaving in the stands. They were singing, us. "Is this, is this a fire drill?" It's hard on. Is this a fire drill we were singing? I mean, even though they lost the game, imagine missing that that fight back and all that that happened after. I mean, imagine after three 0 the imagine game came leaving. alive after three 0 
The game actually came alive. <laughs> you know, we, I, I, I said to uh, to my mate, I said, I said this game is only going one way. When they got it back to three two, I was down and out. I thought this is going. Oh, everybody way, around me way. said same. There was this lad you know, sitting next crumbling. to me with his kid, and they were talking to me a bit. So they were saying, "Oh, it's only going one way. We, we're going to lose this now. We fuck this." And I was like, "Yeah, we, we have. We really have." All momentum had gone. It had all gone their way. And it was just barrage after barrage of Wolves attacks at that point. And yeah. all they were doing, the only thing they were doing was looking for Traore every yeah. single time. It worked. Him, it worked for him, you know. Wing. It did, yeah. It did. Yeah. Cal, um, obviously missed this one, uh, as we yeah. mentioned earlier on. I know you're a little bit gutted to, to not make it down there. Probably managed to listen to it on a international channel um, somewhere. <laughs> but... Um, but yeah, how did um, how did the first half look? Because we we started really really well for me, uh, and I don't I don't think Wolves really had that many chances. I mean, they did have a couple of chances. Mesley made a couple of good saves, but mm. but in terms of the balance of the game, we we, we with to in the first half, we looked like we probably could have got maybe two or three in that first half down that side. Yeah, I, I, I thought the the opening fifteen or twenty minutes we were very positive in the way we were playing. It was. Um... It was very much on the front foot, which is something that we're kind of used to in in the sense that we had it previously with Jesse, where he liked to be on the front foot. But I thought there was more control over what we were doing yesterday, as opposed to the the, the chaotic mess essentially that was Jesse Marsh football. Like, but it was nice to see that we were actually kind of using the wings in in that we were getting Nanto on the ball at every opportunity. Jay mentioned there that they were trying to do the same with the, the mm. Traore, but. I thought for 15, 20 minutes, we absolutely battered them and, and deserved to be 1-0 up at, uh, at one point. You know what I mean? And over the whole course of the game, I thought, you know, there was obviously bits and bobs where we, we, we could have kind of suffered a little bit more at 3-2, you know. But I looked at it and I thought that, that we are sitting quite deep. We were sitting a little bit, I don't know, deeper than we would normally under Xavi at the moment. So I was kind of... Worried when we went when it went to three two, but I, I I think the fact that we were showing resolute, uh, we were kind of resolute in defence, and and Meslier made some absolutely fantastic saves, um, regardless of how their first goal went in. I thought the 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 save against um, Jimenez, where it was point back and he stuck out the hand. I thought Jesus Christ, that was absolutely unreal. Like. Um, and obviously, we're going to talk about man of the match later on. And uh, I think Meslier deserves a, a serious kind of uh, put forward for that. Like, I think he was absolutely brilliant yesterday. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I thought, I mean, I, I couldn't, from, from for the life of me, pick a man of the match yesterday. But I, I put a tweet mm. out asking other people's opinions yesterday. And, and as I say, we'll, we'll come on to that in a minute. But but yeah, mm. Meslier had an absolutely outstanding game yesterday in terms of some, of the, some really important saves. And look, mm. we've been critical. We've been critical of everybody. Jack Harrison is another one that I've been overly critical of uh, recently, and and I thought he performed really well yesterday. We'll come on to the players in that though. But Gilly, uh, Carl mentioned their um, that their plan of attack was pretty much they didn't have anything until Traore came on. They didn't they didn't have any any other options. And then Traore came on, and Fairport obviously on a yellow card. Um, were they out of ideas? Do you think Lopetegui had them set up wrongly against us, or, or was it just that we 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 neutralised them quite well because they were, they didn't really have anything? I didn't feel feel they had Neto playing there in the first half, who, who caused a couple of issues coming on his left foot. But but other than that, Traore was the biggest danger. Yeah, I think so. I think 
if you look at the balance of play, so Cal mentioned that 15, 20 minutes in, we, we, we were uh, worthy of being in front. I think that's fair to say, maybe not 20 minutes. I'd, I'd have said 10 to 15 minutes. We'd been on top, but actually we dropped deeper and deeper as soon as we got in front. Now, whether that's an intentional thing or whether that's a confidence thing and the players had gone, right, okay, we, we, we've got in front and either Wolves took the ball off us or what, they didn't seem particularly incisive. They didn't do much with it. And the balance of game, they had they had a lot of possession in that first half, certainly towards the end of the half. They didn't do much with it. Um, you know, you, you look at um, certain elements of play where, you know, they were crying for a free kick and Podence on, on left wing. Um, oh, no, actually, that was Johnny. Uh, dived and got a free kick. And, and then Podence was on the right. He dived. Um, and and you, you could see, actually, it was... It, it was typical of what they were doing. It was absolutely typical of, of, of how they've played against us in the last couple of years. It was get on the ball and then let's look for a free kick. Let's look for a foul. And it, did we, it, it did we beat them at the wrong game yesterday? <clears throat> I think to time. a certain extent, I, I don't. I, I don't think that we were doing the the rolling around and crying that they were still doing. Um, you know, Melia was spoken to in the first half about how long he was taking over his free kicks, and I loved that. I thought that was brilliant. <laughs> um, so, you know, um, it is a shame that, um, you know, I think Greenwood and Click have been our real shit houses over the last couple of seasons. And there weren't really anybody. And Adams does it as well. He's got that in him, yeah. in, and none of the three of them were there today, yesterday, obviously. But I think for me, it was so their own game is is that that next level, you know, Lopez agreed. He's bought into it. He, he was doing it himself, um, screaming at the officials and, and, and what, what have you. Um, so, I, whether whether or not we did that, I think if you look at the um, the tail of the tape, I don't think it tells a story. I think they had double shots on target that we had. I think they had double shots overall, even even more than that. Maybe they had a lot of possession, but their goals, if you look at it, you know there were a moment of madness from one of our midfielders, and, and they put it away from over forty yards out, and then a deflection. Yeah. They, they, they didn't. They weren't. They weren't incisive. They didn't look. They looked like a side devoid of confidence and devoid of goals. Which actually, if you look at their record, is exactly where they are. Which yeah, is ironic, it's... really, because because that's what we've been struggling with. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, arguably, you know. Um. Mm. I think. I think. I think. Yesterday. I. I mean. I can't. I can't. I couldn't remember who scored when I came out out of the stadium. I, I actually couldn't remember who who scored any of the goals. I could remember, but and then I saw it sort of came back to me, but. It was just an absolute roller coaster yesterday. You know, to go three nil up against a, a side that are shit. That that's they're, they are shit. They're, and you think that's it? Comparison with last season. You think that's it at that point? Yeah. Uh, have you seen the comparison with last season with the goal scorer? Mate, no. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Ailing on the same day at the same end and the oh, same yeah. ground, same <laughs> goal, same celebration. <laughs> Rodrigo yeah. scored, and Johnny scored. Yeah. And there was a red really? card because remember Jimenez got sent Jimenez off last season off. as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. On the same <laughs> just day, crazy. it was a Friday on the same night. day of the year. It was a Friday night last year. I remember because I was watching John Bishop in Leeds with my brother, and I had notifications <laughs> coming through, and I remember jumping up when Leeds scored <laughs> the third in the middle of the fucking thing. <laughs> fucking hell! <laughs> um, yeah, it's just crazy that the fact that the three of the. And between them, all of those players have scored three goals in the meantime. That's all. <laughs> and they all scored again Bonkers. yesterday. Absolutely. Yeah. Not, not Rodrigo. you got to take Rodrigo out of that because obviously he's scored a few yeah. this season. So I just want to um, I just want to show you something that I've just seen on Twitter because it's ace. All right. 
Lopetegui oh. understood to have spent a lengthy period with yeah. match officials after Wolves' defeat, disagrees with every contentious decision, including non-award of a penalty, two red cards and Leeds' fourth goal. I mean, fuck me. Yeah, it's, salt it's, 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 Wolves. he's talking about appealing that Johnny decision. Yeah. How can you? There's no way. Like, <laughs> Jack, Jack Harrison had Cass- stitches half-time. Yeah. I think we should be appealing the Dawson one. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just, well, Casemiro just, got sent off for the for the same kind of tackle for the scum, and they, Ten Hag came out straight away and said we can't appeal that. That's exactly yeah. the same tackle. Where the just, fuck are they just, just on the appeal, if they do appeal it, can he get a lengthier ban for them wasting yeah. time? Is that right? Yeah, he, or yeah, not wasting yeah. time, but they, they can we look at it? Actually, it was it was it was actually a lot worse than we thought. And Seems a frivolous be... appeal, and they'll yeah. they'll extend it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, just on that, you mentioned there, Jay, Jack Harrison getting booted about by Dawson, um, yeah. stitches in his leg. I think that for me, and I, I wa- yeah, I just want to come on to the, the character of this, the team and actually that being 3 0 up and coming back to 3 2 under another manager or, or even on another day, there, would, there, there was a time we would have crumbled there and potentially lost oh, yeah. that game. Um, but 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 just on the individual character, you look at Jack Harrison getting back up and playing on getting stitching his leg. Luke Luke Ayling, that was that that was a leg breaker when you've seen it in reply. Yeah. You know that if his feet yeah. are planted, he, he's breaking his leg there or snapping his mm. ligaments in his knee or something. There's something bad. But every single one of them wanted to play on yesterday. McKenney took a, a serious knock yesterday, got back up, and and each and every one of them just seems to be a lot more unified. I think or united even. You know they yeah. they they just seem. There just seems to be a real shift for me over, well, even since since Gracchi has come in, I think the difference, I don't, I don't think they ever didn't play for under the for, for the previous manager. I just feel that there's something new and something, um, I don't know, it just almost seems like there's a breath of fresh air. I don't know how you guys feel. Yeah, it feels like he's galvanised them big time. Like, I feel like everyone were a bit sort of, what the fuck are we supposed to be doing and... We're just hoping it's going to get better under Jesse Marsh. You know, I don't think they disliked Jesse particularly, but I think they were confused by things he asked of them. And now it seems like they've got a guy in who's telling them what he wants. Then they understand what he's spot asking on. of them, and they're trying to do it. I think you're spot on, mate. I think I think I think they were confused. I think they were asked to do too much, and mm. uh, and and Gracchi's come in and almost stripped that and gone back to basics. Let's go back to basics. Let's let's concentrate on winning a game. Let's not concentrate on being the biggest pressures or the longest distance run and and, yeah. and let's actually go in and actually play football to suit our style and suit our opposition. We spoke about it last week about about not actually having an identity but being a bit of a chameleon and actually be able to change depending on on the on the opposition, you know. And yeah. I think that's something that's that's beneficial. You know, you look at there's one one end of the spectrum you've got Bielsa who's got one style of play, one style only. It's super fast. You've got the opposite side of the spectrum, which is you know Deitch ball, Roy Hodgson type stuff, long, yeah. knock it long, let's get a result. I think Gratcher is somewhere in the middle and he can do a bit of both, which is which yeah. is almost exactly what we need. It's like Deitch is like, oh we're just gonna go out and low block everyone, frustrate the fuck out of them. And that's his mm. game plan. But just, Grazia, just, he's adapting per team that we're playing. It's great to see. Just want to touch on that, Gilly. Um, yesterday, from for me, from the uh, from the stands, it almost looked like we had two defensive styles. It looked like we we in 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 parts we pressed and 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 spoiled, but in other parts we played a mid block, which is what we've come to see under Grazia more 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 often than not. But when we, it, I felt it almost confused. 
confused Wolves because there was times when we would press and there's times when we absolutely would, would just sit off. And I don't know where the trigger came from. Did it? Was it that? Was it noticeable on on telly? Yeah, I think it was. Although I, I don't know how much of it was that identified how slow Dawson was, and therefore if if Kilman's got the ball and, and maybe, maybe it's that he's, he, he he takes more risks or whatever, but it seemed to me that if Kilman had the ball, they'd stand off, and if Dawson had the ball, they'd press. So it might not be that it was a during periods of play we'll do this or we'll do that. But equally, it, it might it might actually be let's mix it up. Because you know what we've talked about before about um you know Willie looking better on the on the left and, and Jackie also looking better on the left, but then I'm, I'm, I'm swapping about if they're both on the same on at the same time. Swap wings, mix them up. Yeah. Um and so I, I would not I, I would you know we've seen his adaptability already, and I would not be at all surprised if that was part of the game plan was Actually, the triggers will change. You know, there's a, there's a clock in the stadium. Twenty five minutes in, change your triggers. It could be, could well be. Yeah. It could be. It could be. And I think, I think, I think you're quite right in what you said about Kilman and Dawson. They probably before the game have probably worked on if these two are playing centre back, which the ninety percent chance they were. This is your trigger. Dawson's bad touch, or or if it's Kilman, let him play it. You know, let let him play yeah. it out. Um. So yeah, I, I I hadn't noticed, but when I come to think of it, actually, most of the triggering in that in that first half did come down the away fans end, which was Nonto, Paddy or, or Aronson, whoever was lining up um, uh, further forward of the two. Uh, but it did tend to be on Dawson's right foot. So, yeah, you, you, you're probably right. But um, in terms of the, the formation then, Carl, uh, pretty much what we used to, McKenney just basically straight swap for, for Adams. And mm. then, uh, but we, we do seem to be lining up in more of a 4-4-2 in defence, I've noticed. Yeah, uh, we we do seem to be all right, like. But uh, I'd I'd just like to to just mention like the, there's fans there last week and the week before going what 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 the hell are we meant to be doing here? What's grassy at this and that? And we've we've talked about it on here saying look, different tactics that the players need to understand are going to come into play the more he gets time on the training pitch with them. Now he's had a week, he's had two full weeks with them where he hasn't had like Fulham in between or anything like that, and. You can see the patterns of play and, and, and the way he wants to try and build from certain areas of the pitch. It's starting to look very, very coherent. And rather than a chaotic, get the ball forward as quickly as possible, if you lose it, try and press and win it back straight away, which left us obviously vulnerable at the back for a lot of the, the games previously. Um, and I, I think the way we were lining up yesterday, you're right, Luke, in, in, in a defensive kind of line, we were definitely in a 4-4-2. Um, but then it was it was similar where when we were in attack we didn't we didn't necessarily break that too much in certain areas of the game where we did play like a 4-4-2 going forward as well but we were <laughs> wasn't never second half though great result though Billy had a semi on ever since right okay yeah right nice nothing like a Sunday morning I think he's on about the second half of this show not, not, not the game oh. I would just wonder if, if, if it had gone one way or the other since since he knew it. <laughs> It's just stayed like semi. <laughs> we know yeah, he's a yeah, fan. Yeah. Oh, she. About the place there, you know. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I like the way that he's uh, he's putting in the ideas. And like Gilly said, like we've we've always kind of looked like we're trying, and that the players are definitely understanding what he's putting across more so, I think, than what the previous manager was trying to do. It's like they have confidence in the tactics. Yeah, and and think... and that very much shows on the pitch, like. I think that's yeah, they really must sit there and think this guy actually has a plan. He's actually yeah. looked at this other team and he's come up with a plan to yeah, go against I think, them. 
I think you're right. I think I think there's only <clears> when, when, when I think it's a really good summary, Carl. I think it goes back to saying uh, us saying about um, you know I've been able to adapt and, and have that have that bit of a um, a difference. So so when when we look back to how we used to set up under Marsh, look, it, it looked good sometimes, but there's only so much you can change when that is your style in terms of your opposition. You can't really change what you're going to do to the opposition. If that is your style, that is your style. And you, you've only got to look yesterday and see how we changed from a press and how we went to a mid-block and how we let them have the ball with certain when certain players at it, how we stood off certain players, mm. um, how we were happy to let Neves have it sort of on the halfway line, but nowhere else. You know, we, yeah. we seemed to press him yeah. a lot more when he got a bit further forward. Mm. Um, and yeah, I just think, I just think for me, it was... It, it was a very well-disciplined performance, other than the silly goals, you know, and, and I'm going to come on to the goals. I mean, our goals, I don't really want to talk about. We all know, we've all seen them. Um, but in terms of the um, the first goal then, uh, so I've seen a lot of a lot of question marks over Meslier's head on whether he should have some, come out of edit it, on Rocker's clearance again, but I don't think we could be too harsh on either of them. You know, there's there's a 90, 90, 95% chance that, Johnny Otto does not score there usually yeah. on any yeah. on any other day. You know, it's a poor header. It's a poor, it's, in fact, it's a great header. He gets it to his players' feet. You know, he comes mm. out, he makes sure. Does he have to come? Debatable. But he gets it to, to Rocker, who decides to swing a leg at it. Unfortunately, it drops to Otto, who then has a pot shot from whatever it is, 40 yards out. So I think yeah. pinning the blame on anybody for me is going to be pretty harsh for that one. See, I, I, I think you're right there. I, I, I think... Meslier is damned if he doesn't, if he does, and damned if he do, if he doesn't, because if he stays in his box and invites the one on one, there's a good chance that he's going to get scored on. Yeah. And if he doesn't mm. come out and clear the header, people are still going to complain. Why didn't he come off his line quicker? And da, da, da. so I think to to blame Meslier in any kind of form for that particular goal is a bit harsh. Um, Rocker as well. I think, like you said, ninety five <clears> times out of a hundred, that'd probably go to a Leeds player. Uh, from the knockdown, you could see he was trying to get it out wide. Who was it out wide? That I think it was McKinney. That was was it? Was it I thought it was, was it not McKinney that was kind of to the the left of him when he was facing our goal. And you can see what he's trying to do. But I think in in that scenario, if if we're under the precaution like that, that's a booted over your shoulder and and regroup. Just fucking and, and get rid of the again. bastard. We did it. He tried to start a quick break, didn't he? When yeah. he should have just put a foot on it and taken a Are second. You? Well, I, I think even he had time to put a foot on it, but I think with those kind of situations, last thing you want to do is is try the pass he tried and then eventually just fucking lose the ball. <laughs> I think just um, on that, I think if, you know, Melier's head, he gets enough distance on it. Yeah. So he, re he reads the danger, he comes out, fine. He gets the, he gets the good contact and he gets enough distance on a head and picks out his own player, fine. Yeah, he did his job I think, there. I think the only partial criticism you can do is he could have got back to his line quicker, but he's, he's, he's basically he's done his job. I think yeah. if that ball falls to anybody else in the midfield, I think they probably have a touch because they've got time. Mm -hmm. If that goes to McKenney, if it go, if Adams is playing and it drops to Adams, if it goes to Harrison, Nonto, I think they take a touch. He would in loads of space. He won't under pressure. Mm. So I think they probably take a touch. And, and it, it's just, you know, was there a bit of panic there of, we need to get the, the we need to get a, a move going again and get and get back on. I, I, I don't I don't know. I, I think for me it, it was just a bit of it complacency. It was three with three. I don't, I, three I don't know if it was if it was it complacency. Was it was it was it panic of we need to keep on top of them. We need to keep at them rather than actually we're doing fine here. Just be a bit calmer. 
Do you know what? Uh, if, the guy the scored, if the guy had scored, nobody would have said, oh. No, absolutely right. Absolutely right. You mentioned before we came on Gilly. Yeah, Gilly mentioned before we came on, it reminded it was very much Rodrigo against... Um, it was that against last season? When he, when he went to Arsenal. Where, where he played right across. Yeah. Yeah, he, he literally yeah. did a crossfield oh, right. pass. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I thought you meant Johnny, and I was trying to think of the goal. No, you, yeah, he, no, was, no. He, he was Rodrigo when, when he was it not Spurs? Oh, yeah. Um, when when he when he swept it all, uh, from from right to left, and yeah. it just landed yeah. with, with them. Um, I mean, it wasn't as bad as that. It wasn't as cynical. It wasn't as that, that bad, was, but because no. it it was very much sliced as well. So there's a look. I, I, I just think it's, it's very it'd be very harsh to um, to. It'd be very harsh to blame either of them for me um, mm. for that. And I, I think on another day, you know, there's, they've probably got a, an XG of 0.001 from that position and he's, and he's just <laughs> yeah, managed exactly. to, he, he just managed to bury it. So, um, yeah, yeah the know, other like, goals, go on. I think if it hadn't started the fight back that it did, nobody would have said yeah. what else about it. Yeah. It's because it started their fight back and it put us yeah. on the ropes. Mm. And, put us and it got... It gave gave them a second wind, you know. They pushed, yeah, it, it them, pushed them on. They got that second goal, and and their 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 crowd. Have we said this on live or was it before we came? No, on? you have. Before yeah. we well, you both. I, I, you, yeah. you you did mention it both, didn't you? you yeah, it, it just came. It, 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 you know, the Molyneux came alive, and they were fucking loud. They were three loud. two. They were roaring like nothing I've ever heard. Yeah, and they were quiet crazy. up to that point. Yeah, it was just it was, bizarre. It was it was it was it was quite an intimidating atmosphere. It was it was it was a good atmosphere, and then and then obviously we we, we have to go back Imagine and then look. Of a man had gone home. Yeah, <laughs> that is true. Um, yeah, so a couple of couple of um, debatable topics, I suppose, to talk about. Then uh, we'll start with uh, with the referee uh, and how, how how we refereed that game. I thought I thought he was poor in all uh, for both sides. I thought he was pretty Agreed. inconsistent. Um, I, I think. I think he let. I don't know. I just. I felt. I felt Dawson's second tackle was was a red on its own. Um, on Bamford. On Bamford, he didn't even mm. get a booking. Mm. It was last man. It was. It was pulling him back. And and if Bamford gets around him, there's nobody else there. That's, yeah. Somebody that's pointed out this morning when 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 we were talking about. It, somebody pointed out on Twitter this morning that actually that's a yellow card in rugby these days. You can't go yeah, through neck in contact with the head. <laughs> so, so it, it's just, it, it's inconceivable that that's not given. Yeah. Um, but he didn't even get booked for it. Now, if he'd not got that first booking, that would have been his first booking. Definitely. And another thing that fucks me off, look, I don't think it's... <laughs> I'll just wipe the DNA off my screen. Two seconds. <laughs> for audio listeners, Smiley's just saying we're going to have to get Jammy a sample of Luke's DNA so we can grow his own version over there, like a little garden gnome. Just send him his sock. You know, just so people don't send get the wrong idea about you wiping your I'll just, your I'll just send up. you a poppadom. It resembles my bed sheets. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's minging. Um, Fucking hell. I... Um, yeah, I, I mean, I don't think he was great. Look, I don't think he was. Uh, he was pulling things that probably could have been let go. He, he wasn't blowing for things that should have been blown. To book Meslier, right? Look, I, I've got a real gripe of um, managers about this. Uh, sorry, about refs about this because in fucking shut up, dog. Um, <laughs> um, but if if he's gonna book Meslier for time wasting. Do it in the first 15 minutes. Any This is any goes for any goalkeeper. Yeah. It, it's, it, not do it in 90 plus 12. It means fuck all. Yeah. To book him in the 102nd minute. Look, it's, and that's not just because Mesley, you know, I, 
I don't like seeing goalkeepers do it. I don't like it done to us, and I don't think it should be done. It ruins ruins the game, albeit it worked in our favour yesterday, and I was absolutely buzzing and cl- cheering and clapping every time he did it. But <laughs> to actually watch a game of football and see that happening, it, you know, the ball was... I, I don't know exactly how long it was in play yesterday, but I bet it wasn't very fucking long. Um, and, no. and last season, I think... When we played Wolves at our place, I think the ball was in play. Was Jade? Was it? You said something like, like twelve minutes. Twelve minutes in the second half. That was about when, it. When we played Wolves at home last season, and yeah. and, and it's just why, who who wants to go watch a game of football where the ball's in play for twenty four minutes? You might as well go watch fucking American football or fucking. But yeah, sorry to Amer- American to viewers, but. When it gets huh? done to you, you're kicking off and going mad on on social media, and I don't like it at all, Jim. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, yeah. but you can't have it both ways, can you? You can't be going to teams doing that and that being your game plan most yeah. of the time. But then, what the fuck is that noise? That was me. <laughs> but then when it gets done to you, it's the worst thing that's ever happened. And you go, I'm mental. just prepping some DNA. To completely ignore that comment, that's exactly what Newcastle did. Newcastle are up the league. Because mm. of the time wasting, the spoiler tactics, the taking advantage of frustration against the opposition, they complained about our time wasting, and it's absolute mm. hypocrite, absolute hypocrite. And and Wolves are exactly the same. The fact that they're complaining about our time wasting when that's been their entire mo for the entire time we've been back in the Premier League with them, it has. It's, it's what it, they're it, known it, for. It's no smacking. Yeah, it really is. Regardless of who the manager is, it just seems to be their club philosophy. Well, just 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 on their manager, Lopetegui's been um, quoted. He, he's, he's he's I don't know if you watched Match of the Day last night, but basically he, he's 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 been quoted as saying that they've been hard done to by refereeing decisions, VAR, and he's, they've they've actually been been apologised by to by Howard Webb, is it? Yeah, yeah, twice. Twice <laughs> recently. Well, yeah. now, now they asked they asked Ashley Williams last night if if he had if he had grounds to be upset with with VAR and with the referee yesterday, and I agree with Ashley Williams actually, but I mean obviously non-bias here at all, but they they didn't have a ground to to you know to complain on because ultimately the, where VAR got 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 involved, one yes it was a red card, two theirs was wasn't a goal. Did did VAR even get involved in that for the offside, or was it just was it just um, was it just linesman gave it flagged? I think it, it was just flagged, wasn't it? Was it? Um, and then 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 obviously the, the last one. Now I do want to talk about this because I think there may be a foul in the build up to this uh, Rod- Rodrigo's goal. I mean it's very soft, but let so the law. I've got a comment on this one, and I'm just going to flag something up here that happened when we were attacking them. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was going to go to that point, did he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If um, if the pull on Traore is a free kick, and don't get me wrong, you often see them given, then absolutely fine. I'm okay with that as long as that's a penalty. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. by the letter of the law, he's got in the box. He's going to give it if he gives the Traore one. So, but, yeah. by the letter of the law, it was a free kick, the Traore one, but. It didn't impede him in the fact that he, didn't he stopped. Stop and get to the ball. He, he stopped. He got the ball, then stopped. He got the ball back. The ref. Yeah. yeah, he stopped dead, then looked at the ref. And the ref, in that moment, the, it's completely feasible that he could have said, oh, well, he did foul him, but he got the ball anyway. So yeah. just there was a go. lot on. There was People a lot. People always of... asking for games to flow. You can't complain yeah. when it then does. No, there was, there was, a, there was a lot <clears> of. 
of 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 t- sort of tackles and and not even tackles, but marking on Paddy, which was debatable as well, which involved a lot of shirt pulling and throwing him to the ground and things that you know, if you're not going to give a free kick for that, then argue. I mean, the letter of the law suggests that that would have been a foul on Trey. He decides to stop. His fault, you know. Play to yeah. the whistle. You talk you to that when you're a kid, four or five years old. You know, play yeah. to the whistle, and he and he, he's relying on sort of getting a decision there that didn't go his way. It would have been very soft. Absolutely would have been very, very soft. But I still believe that that... Anyway, Smarty, what the fuck are you doing in the comments? You're going to be hosting. <laughs> <laughs> he goes and sits in his caravan, doesn't he, and pretends he can't get online. I've just yeah. noticed I'm covering him here on a Sunday morning. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, let me look. It would have been very, very soft. But look... Um, all in all, I don't think the referee was great, and I think he relied on his. On Do you know? His... Just on that, I think he got the big calls right. The penalty. A, a lot of them. The the, the mm. penalty was never a penalty. The, yeah. the 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 Dawson one. The first one could have been a red. The second one should have seen him walk. Um, but you often see refs not give the second yellow. He gave yellow to Johnny first, but then went to VAR and then. Um, that's, it that's, changed that's, that's, they're, the they're what we call big decisions. This is a, a professional and referee that's what that that's cannot for. see that on a pitch. Yeah, no, I agree. But 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 the, we... what say on the Johnny one is he does get a touch on the ball. Now it's an absolute red card, but you can see why a referee's gone right. He's got the ball, then he's got the man. I'm going to book him because uh, I can see that he's caught the man. But then on second viewing, you think no, actually that's a stonewall red card. But I can understand the ref giving a yellow at first. It's overturned. And that's what VAR's for. He was yeah, told I to understand it. He was told to I go and check VAR after the um, Rodrigo goal. He did. He didn't overturn the decision. He gave the goal. I thought it, he got on balance most of the big decisions right. Is that the first time I've seen someone be told to check it and not reverse the decision? I don't think, I, I don't think I've seen that before. Weight of it, and you know, ninety plus percent of them will be. I think it's the first time it's happened for us in our favour. Yeah, yeah, in our favour, yeah. I think so. Yeah, um, and that, but then. A lot of the the um, the marginal decisions actually went against us. So I mentioned before, Johnny dived in the first five minutes. He got a free kick for it. He was an absolute dive. He, he, he um, Ailing didn't touch him at all. He kind of fell into Ailing and threw himself on floor, and they got a free kick just on the byline. Um, Podence dived. Um, the penalty, I, I'm not going to call that a dive. He did throw himself to the ground, but there were a bit of contact. He won a pen. Because it he got the ball, and it's the, not. It, it, I, I, the, but there absolutely was not enough contact for that mm. to be the result. It was one of them where it were probably, from the Wolves' players' point of view, it were worth a shot in his mind because the guy touched him. Yeah, but, but you know, it, it but, that, but that's their mo, isn't it? That's yeah. what they do. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think on balance, they probably had the weighted decisions in their favour, but the big calls, I think, probably he got more right than wrong. I, I thought it was shit most of the game, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I think you're right. He did get, I'd say he did get a lot of the big calls, right? But the general way he officiated the game, I, I didn't like it. The first half, it felt very much like it would only give Leeds free kicks when it was in their own half until yeah. the very back end of the first half. And the fact that we was, got more cards than they did. Yeah. yeah. And it was as if he were trying not to. We give did us get too more much cards than they did. Advantage. They got four cards. Now, all right. Um, Nunes isn't counted as that because he went on the pitch, so it well, it wasn't counted as you know. If you look at the betting approaches and the number of cars given, I don't think that would count because he went on the pitch. Um, but Semedo got booked, Dawson got booked, obviously Johnny got sent off, and Jao Gomez got booked. Um, mm. We we had we had five, mm. and and, and it, it, 
that doesn't feel right in terms of the balance of play and the way that each side played the game. That doesn't feel right at all. No, and and Firpo being on that yellow absolutely ruined him. I yeah, to deal with Traore because yeah. he couldn't yeah. take any chances. Yeah, I was just going to come on to that, Carl. So we, we talk about sort of the flexibility in Gracia's formations and, and, and the way he's, he, he's adaptable and he, do, he does like to change things up. Now, we obviously went to a back five. Um, yeah, I read a comment from Skip about that before. Yeah, we, we went into we went we went to Not a back one. five. <laughs> Not that one. <laughs> and I'll obviously got it. the Obviously got the third goal immediately, pretty much. What an impact uh, Rasmus made. I thought he'd lost the ball. I thought he was doing his normal stuff. He managed to nick it back from, from Johnny Otto, of all people. Mm. Um, and then and then Meg the, Ge- Meg the keeper with a little <laughs> fucking pile driver. Um, but, but Did your yeah, ass then, fall out when you saw that it was Rasmus coming on for Willie? Because I, I don't mind admitting, yeah. I, I was going mad. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what are you doing? Mad. Why are you taking him off? Everyone around me was saying, say, what's going on? Yeah, it was a bit like Rasmus for Nonto. And I, I appreciate we were 2-0 up at the time. And, we, you know, was it 62nd minute-ish? That, that's the minute he scored on. And yeah, he's not so been on long. It's about 60 minutes. So we had half hour left, managed out a game. You know, we'd, 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 we'd managed it pretty well. To go to a back five looked like it was a good idea. To bring Rasmus on for Nonto... Was it a great idea? In in hindsight, fucking the greatest idea you've ever seen. But, but in the stadium, in the stadium, everyone just took one breath in and all held it for like every score. <laughs> um, but but I I felt we invited a lot more, a lot more um, pressure with with the five at the back. We obviously didn't have much of an out ball. Every time we got the ball at the back five, they just tried look, look, clearing the lines. There was not. You know, there wasn't much of a game plan, and it was just fucking defend and don't let them score. Um, oh, yeah. And and, and fair yeah, up against um, Traore was struggling, so we brought Struik on, uh, which was a great move, I felt, as well. So, it just seems to be getting a lot right. I think at that point, I think at that point, it might have been, you know, when better is it to have a look at going to a back three with wing-backs than when you're 3-0 up? And coasting because I felt that we were we were we were in control. They had a lot of ball, but as we said before, they weren't incisive. They weren't really creating many chances. A lot of their shots were half chances and pot shots from distance. Mm. When better to try something different and for him to see how his players cope with a three at the back and wing backs, yeah. which you know when when you look at the personnel that we've got available to us, it kind of lends itself to that if if they're capable mm. of doing it. I think you're right. I think it invited a lot of pressure on. But also, it's quite difficult as a player to switch from a, four, a, a flat four to a, a, a three at the back and wing backs. Um, but it felt like it was just. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. Plush care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Five at the back rather than three at the back and wing backs. Yeah. We, we didn't yeah, really yeah. get out much. Yeah, exactly. Because you, you, your wing backs are meant to be up there, but everyone would just back there, and it would just like you say, like a flat back five. You can't, point. you can't, you cannot play wing backs against Traore because he will just sit on the on the back of your your, your yeah, centre yeah. back, and there'll be a ball on the top every time. You know, and, and we saw that a few times when when Pascal was slight, even slightly out of position, that they hit Traore in, and pace wise, it was never a match up. Do you know what I mean? And he yeah. got in behind. Um, it caused us a few problems. I thought I felt Traore. I felt he was there. Probably had their man of the match, arguably, even when he came Probably on. Was, yeah. um, Cunha played well as well. I, you know, when 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 they brought them both on, I, I I think I put in the group chat, it's like, oh, for fuck's sake, they brought Trey Orian Cunha on. We've yeah. been linked with him both for years. What's going to yeah. happen here? <laughs> yeah. That was yeah, the kick Cunha. in the bollocks, that one. No, Cunha. He hadn't did scored he say, all did... season as well. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see? Did you see when Kuna tried getting the ball and the Leeds fan put it on the floor so he had yeah. to come over the thing? Anyway, yeah, Stewards went and had a right go at him. Yeah, well, it, well, the lad that, as as Kuna was going back onto the pitch, he turned around, and went puta to the to the player. He was proper, <laughs> he, he, he was proper broken. Like honestly, like you wouldn't broken. believe. He was getting some right shit. So he, so, you know, you, know, you can't answer back at fans. They just get on you, don't they? Yeah, <laughs> oh, it just makes it worse. Yeah. Yeah. I've got to yeah. say, some of their some of their stewards were knobheads as well. Um, you could teach stewards because... having a go at that guy because he didn't yeah. throw it behind him. He didn't throw it away or anything. He just he was going to give down. it back and then he just put it on floor in front of him. It's like, hang on a no, minute, he's, he's not duty bound to provide the ball as quickly as possible. Exactly. <laughs> he didn't do what wrong. But I mean, when when they were losing, um, like there were no trouble whatsoever where I was. But like, if you've been to away games, you'll know you mean that. from the six minute then, Jay? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, um, but you'll know yourself. Like, you rarely get to your own seat at away games. You end up in the <laughs> gangway. <laughs> you end up in the gangway for half of it, and um, it's just how it is. You know, you just stand where you can stand. You watch the game. These stewards turned up like about thirty minutes in, started trying to force people into the correct seats. And there were a guy saying, listen, mate, it's there. You can see I can't get to it. Like, if you want to take me to my seat, I'll go to my seat. And they started having an argument with this bloke then, saying they were going to throw him out if he didn't get to his seat and all this kind of shit. It was just it sounds like the night out in Wakefield story. Don't you understand fucking... that if I walk up to Leeds fans and say, you're in my seat at an away game, I'm going to get slapped? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, better than, it's better than the Hal robson Khan who's dad story. You've got to put me on blast on Twitter if I go tell him that I'm in their seat. <laughs> it's just an unwritten yeah, rule, isn't it, at away days? Yeah. You don't stand in your seat. You just hey, go just where you, you can. Are. Yeah. Just yeah. go yeah. where you can. It's, it's, it's a bit daft, isn't it? But... Um, yeah, it's, it's look, it's it's fucking nice to be on here talking positively. From you know, it, <laughs> it is nice this year. I've seen quite a few. I've seen a few people thinking about turning for me and Rob, rubbing cock and top shelf Luke. And hey, as much as I appreciate it, uh, I don't. You know, top shelf Luke as that magazine that you did. I thought top shelf Luke. Hey, don't talk about that, Gilly. It was skin. It was very young. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's it is really really nice to be on here smiling, laughing, and as I said, you know, going into into an international break, which I think will benefit us, even on the back of that result. You know, we've started seeing 
much better shape. Uh, the lads have 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 sort of climatized to the new style that we're that we're looking to play. Um, uh, and 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 they've responded to Gracchi coming in really really well for me. It's clear it's, they've, bought in, they've bought into his ideas, and I'm I'm really glad to see that because fuck me, we need it. It's mad what happens when you actually use tactics to train and coach a team <laughs> and, and do particular kind of scenarios in different parts of the pitch, you know, not who, just who knew? hell to leather. Who, <laughs> who knew? Imagine. <laughs> I'm slightly torn on the international break because if you think, if you look at the, our most recent record and then look at the other teams, you know, Forest haven't won in God knows how long. Uh, Palace haven't won in, what what is that, 11 games now? They haven't won this, this year still. Mm. Um, they're they're on a really poor run, and we've now um, I mean one defeat, but uh, our last four games, you know, we're starting to get moving and we're starting to get you know we're we're, we're in mid table now. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I'm torn on that. Yes, it'll give him a bit more of time to you know, other than Willie and whoever else has been called up, uh, it's going to give him time to work with the squad. But at the same time. There's a lot of other clubs struggling more than we are now in terms of the, the most recent results. So I'm kind of torn on the international break. It, it's great that he'll get time to work with them, mm. focus time to to work with them. Um, but it might not have come at the right time for us because Especially it's going to help Palace us. replacing their manager as well. Yeah. Because yeah. they're going to get a week with, with their new manager. We play them. Have they announced well. that? Is it, is it why? It is going to be why, apparently, but I don't think it's been Jesus. announced. Jesus. Yeah. The, the, Gilly, just going back to your comment about the international break not coming at a good time. This is probably the first international break we've had for a very long time where there's only like a handful of players going out for internationals. Yeah. Like Rasmus isn't, Cock isn't, uh, there's a few other, Adams obviously is injured, you know, stuff like that. Harrison. But Harrison. Isn't. Like we, 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 we've got all these players that... <laughs> is McKinney? I've not yeah, seen. McKinney yes. and Aronson. Yeah, McKinney is. Yeah. Adam, go in. No, Adams isn't. He's injured. Ah, no, he's injured. Aronson, I think he said. <clears throat> yeah, sorry. Aronson, yeah. Um, Speak properly, man. So it, I will, yeah. Well, no. oh, Melier's <laughs> been called up to the 21s, though, hasn't he? he? So it, 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 he'll be going, okay. yeah. Was that oh, as a replacement? Because I thought he didn't get in originally. Oh, was it 21. just he didn't get in the France squad? He didn't get in, he didn't get in main yeah, France yeah. squad. That's right. Um, so, yeah, maybe it, it, it hasn't come at a good time, but the fact that there's still loads of players left for, Gra for Gracia to be able to put his ideas across without someone missing out on it too much. I think swings and roundabouts with that one, like, you know. Yeah, it is. It is. and that's why I say I were torn on it. Yeah. You can see it both ways. It's just, as Luke pointed out, Palace making the change mm. is going to give them an opportunity to work with their squad as well. So, you know, on, on balance, I, I think, you know, looking at the way that we play, I mean, scoring four goals and, and then the confidence we take from that, it's a shame that we're, it's going to be two weeks before we can get into the next game. Yeah. I'm just grateful that we're having an international break now where I'm not going to spend two weeks pissed off waiting for football <laughs> game. But, you know, it's like when that you finish on a and you're sat in 19th and you've got two weeks then before you get to play again. It's, it grates on you. It eats away at you. It really awful. does. You can't look at the table or anything football related and it's just like, oh, God. It's polar opposites to waking up today and looking at the table going, yeah, lovely stuff. We're that high yeah, up yeah. The, the table. And then you're kind of international break. You're constantly looking at it going, fucking hell, I wish this break had finished. <laughs> Just so finish got, um, we can get back into it. Yeah, so I've got a bit of a public apology to make um, based on uh, a player's recent performances. And that's on Jack Harrison. I thought it was absolutely dynamite yesterday. Um, great, I yeah. did. I thought, I thought. look, he's he, he has been our... 
for me, he's been our worst performer this season, all in all, as in a nutshell, uh, on paper. Uh, he's played probably the most minutes and been our worst performer. And I think yesterday, I, I mean, obviously getting the goal, I said actually after the game on with on with you, Carl, last week on BNC after um, after Brighton and getting mm. a goal uh, and an assist, regardless of his performance, could be really. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, just for the people who are listening, uh, we've Carl Jamie has just said to Carl in the comments, Carl's just happy we aren't teasing him today on the pod. Great fella with a face like an unmade bed. Definitely not like your bed sheets, though. Thank fuck. Go away with words, Jamie. Go away with words. Uh, Brilliant. Um, Wow. Yeah, so is that, that, that's it. That's in addition to you having a lot of dogs on your paper round, Carl. I think you said the other week. Apparently, so I, I'm just a worn out looking fucker, really. Um, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, so just just back on Jack Harrison. Look, I think yesterday we saw a little bit more of the better side of, of Jack Harrison, and I, you know, ironically, he was playing out of position, he was playing on the right yesterday. Um, and and he he looked a better player. Uh, I know they switched a couple of times, but um, but yeah, Jack Harrison, hopefully, he can find the form because. I hadn't written him off. I, I'd, I've always known there's been class there. And we've spoken about it publicly, so I, we, you know, we can look back and, and and see that. I've not actually said he's finished. He's shit. He's well, I've said he's shit, but, uh, <laughs> but, only, uh, but only based on form. And, and look, he, he has been awful. And hopefully, as I said, you know, the, the poor performance last week. Even though Gilly said he was the best player on the field, um, and um, even though he got a goal and assist on the back of that poor performance, and then yesterday in with the goals again. Um, I just hope we can get that Jack Harrison back that we know. Um, it is a consistency issue, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. but he's we, been we can, consistent this all it. season. It's the consistency that that you know. And is it is it now? You look at um, what is it? Two goals, two assists in four games. Um, now that he's being coached by somebody that's not a hater of wingers. Yeah. yeah, no, I, I get that, I, but 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 you, you've only got to look at the performance last week and say, look, he got a goal and an assist. He's got two goals and two assists in two games. I was yeah. reading yeah. Um, a, f- a few uh, Adam Pope tweets after the game. Well, sorry, no. If you, if you give the Rasmus one as an assist, he's actually got three assists, I think, because he got one in first game. Oh, sorry. Yeah, look, I wanted to sell Jack. Fucking, I'd still sell him. I'd still sell him. One performance does not make him. maketh the man. Um, yeah. But uh, look, we know he's got that quality, and and that's why I'm apologising. It's not directly to him. I'm just, I suppose, apologising that maybe I felt we weren't going to see that again from him this season. And he and he's look, he stepped up. Um, just to go off at half time, have stitches, and come back on and play the second half of football is the type of football I want to have at Leeds United. Exactly. Um, the so, not committed, can you? Yeah. No, and, and say, fuck, that, fuck that, boss. I'm not going back on. It's almost yeah. a rugby, rugby style story to tell you know players go mm. off and have this eye stitched up and the face and go back on it doesn't mm. happen in football all that often you know yeah. for Jack Harrison to do that speaks volumes about his character and and, and look at I the amount of that... crying over a little shirt pulled on Traore who's exactly. let, let, let's be honest there's a 17 stone mountain of muscle a little shirt pulled like, for yeah, hands oiled up mountain of muscle a, a, apparently <laughs> yeah. apparently doesn't do weight Oh God. He Sorry, if that's his natural what? fucking build. I'm not having this. I'm I'm not having this. I didn't want to sell him. I'm not. I didn't want to sell him. Luke's the only one. I agreed. Um, not being playing that I, um, quite well. I didn't want to sell him. I think he's on the same diet as Connor Ben then, and he must be eating some of Connor Ben's eggs. <laughs> 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 but just just to go back uh, on on uh, some 
uh, tweets from Adam Pope when he was interviewing Gracia after the game. And, and Gracia is very, very complimentary of Jack Harrison and the effort he puts in and, and the, the skill level that he has. And he's, he came out and said that he's, he's a very important part of the future of the club. And when Jack plays well, like he did under Bielsa for those few years, that th- there's no doubt in that. And I think if if we can just kind of keep him on on terms of of putting in those performances, then that's it's it's only going to stand us in good stead. Imagine like a boiled egg, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> it is, Carl, and, and I think if you look at Jack Harrison's time when he was um, when he was on loan before we signed him, and then and then this, the first season. Uh, on, under his contract when he were playing under Bielsa season on season he was improving because mm-hmm. you could see even in the championship it, there was variability but you could see that yeah. although it was variable it was actually improving over yeah. time he basically he's lost a year in his development because he's not better this he's not better now than he was this time last year and that's the first time that yeah. his development as a well and it, you know it, it, we, we weren't playing with wingers he, you know, he was playing he was playing tick attacker in the midfield and that's not yeah. his game that's not what he's and good think- at I think I think I think to, just to sort of be fair to myself here, I, I still said I would have started Jack Harrison because of his work rate, mm, you know, because yeah. he does work hard defensively, bet more more de- defensively than any of our wingers do, and the chances are that we're gonna in this league this season we're gonna be defending more than we're gonna be attacking. So you need that balance, and and I, mm. I appreciate what he does defensively, <clears throat> I do, but I think I think for me it, it, it was just the inconsistency. It was the fact he just couldn't make a pass, he couldn't get across, and he couldn't dribble, he couldn't do anything really, pretty much. Yeah, um, bring a ball down out the air with a nice touch, and that were about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, if he's touch like, ever deserts him, that's when we need to sell him. Yeah, 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 yeah that's it, man. I, I think Gilly, you made a great point about his development over the last year, where it's just been stunted. I, I think that can be said for quite a few of the players that we have oh, in yeah, the squad yeah. at the moment. Like the, the oh, anti football that we were we were trying to play, in my opinion, for the last year, it, it it's not developed anyone. You know, no. we, we had players there that were that's well capable of playing in in different formations, but when the Rodrigo, arguably. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's probably the only Somerville. one that's kind of come along a bit. Somerville, he's been kind of hit and miss sometimes. He's improved like, though. I, I was, was going to mention. Oh no, he has. Don't get me wrong. He's, he hasn't. He hasn't he did great yesterday. But is that an again, age thing though? You know, yeah, rather than well, a, tra- a training thing. You know, coming of age, coming into the side, because um, you know, Willie as well has come in, signed as a young player, and exceeded all of you know marsh said he wasn't ready he's not going to be playing and then all of a sudden he's in and actually he's fully reliant on him otherwise we get nothing man that's the thing i said it when marsh said that he wasn't ready for the first team <laughs> and i turned around and i basically said fucking what does marsh know Are you telling me that prick knows more than mancini and get fucked has the clue <laughs> clueless fucking wanker but anyway, <laughs> I was going to say before, yeah, I thought Somerville did really well when he came on. Um, and I've been oh, a bit you? critical of him recently because I felt like he's just not pulled his weight at all. Um, he maybe not getting a start was a kick up the ass that he needed. Yeah, yeah. I think he, he put a bit he of a shift stop. in when he came on. Yeah, when Traore tried to, to claim the free kick, he didn't stop. He kept going. And he paused momentarily, didn't he? But then carried on. He did that little <laughs> turn, was, and they were like, "Ah, oh, fuck, makes him off." But there was no one within about ten or twelve yards of him anyway. So even yeah. if he did stop completely, he still had space and time to run in and 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 play the ball he played like. But and then he showed Bamford how to make a pass to somebody up front instead of that mm, fucking but, effort. Why? Why, why did oh. Bamford shoot? By the way, 
Did you see Bamford having a go at Aronson, though? I was just yeah. about to say yeah. it. You need to fucking stop that, man. <laughs> go on, Carl. You go. <laughs> What's going on today, Carl? Are you in a... What a no bitter. No, it's not bitter. <laughs> Are you um, are you inside everybody's head like Mag not Magneto but like who yeah, but he says it then? he says it five seconds after they did each time <laughs> ah come on like literally press and send at the same fucking time yours just my internet shit just um, one just one thing yeah, I'd like to right. say on 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 those two young wingers on Nunto and Somerville is I like the little bit of needle they've both got I, I like it and it's immaturity but they need to work harder defensively the pair of them both mm. of them. When they lose the ball, there was honestly yesterday there was a couple of times Nonto lost it and stood he stood still after he lost the ball. This yeah. isn't this isn't under 21's football anymore. This isn't playing for your local side. You've got to work hard, and if you don't, you'll get exposed. And they did Nonto did a couple of times defensively yesterday, and prior prior to today, prior to yesterday, sorry, mm. Somerville was getting caught out a lot defensively. Yeah. And I don't know whether it's fitness or maybe the, you know they're probably not fully developed yet. You know they're they're still young kids and. Mm. And 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 it'll come with maturity. They, we've got two absolutely cracking players on our hands, no doubt, oh, uh, yeah. with the ball at the feet and going forward. They just need yeah. to work that little bit hard more, a little bit harder, more more harder defensively for me. Um, Unless you're messy, you don't get to just stand up front. Exactly, exactly. When's Cine going to get his chances better than Harrison and Somerville? Like, he's just coming back from injury, isn't he? He's being mad. It's not, fully fit. It's not yeah. fully fit. It's a great, it's a great problem to have as well. I think again when yeah. we get. Back to fully fit and players players performing, it, it's a nice nice headache. But um, one other thing I just wanted to pick up on: obviously Adams uh, out yesterday. Did, did we miss him? Obviously McKenny came in and did his did his job. It's not McKenny's favoured role. Um, I thought he did it well. I thought it was tireless yesterday, McKenny. I don't think he did anything spectacularly, but I think he did what he needed to do well. You were tidy yeah. enough. I think you're right. I think I, 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 on balance. Um, I, I don't think we missed him too much. We'd have we'd have had a little bit more control in midfield. I think going back to the points that we've just made um, it, on Twitter, there's actually a lot of people saying Adams is lost in this formation. He's, he's great in a marsh setup, but 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 he's not looked as good since since the change. I think it's very very early to say that, especially for a player that for me has performed above everybody else this season uh, mm. consistently. So it, you know, even if he has. Uh, you know, if he's if he's at a seven or eight every week, and then he has a couple of fives and sixes, I think he's he's, he's earned he's earned the right to be able to do that when everybody else has been variable in in, in their uh, form. Um, but I, I think you do lose a bit of control because for me, I think he's been our best midfielder this season. I think you're right, Gilly, but I think his passing's been a little off in the last couple of games. Yeah. So I don't think we missed that Tyler <laughs> Adams as much as we you missed. You say that. Good when when I went back to um, to have a look at uh, Jack Harrison's uh, world of a performance last week, um, <laughs> one of one of the things that um, that, that I, I did pull out of that was Aronson had two fairly good chances to get in on goal that he was just brushed off the ball from, and they both came from good Adams passes. So you say that, but but equally, those in front of him, if they're not doing the right things and they're not taking advantages of the passing. Then he he doesn't look as good. It's like when you leave That's a review fair. for something, in it you only ever really leave a bad review for something. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. it's you only it's difficult because you expect these players 
as professional footballers to do the basics well and do them normally as, as a part mm. of their everyday. When they don't do something basic well, that's when it becomes apparent and becomes, you know, you, you, they're slightly under the microscope and, 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 and it starts to fucking grind and piss you off and make you angry and you start slating them. And that's when, that's when momentum builds, when more people see it and, and it almost mm. then creates that, you know, that echo chamber for, for a, a bit of a, you know, having a bit of a scapegoat within the squad. Uh, and I think that has been Harrison recently. And I've been, I've been guilty of it before that, you know, you're going to go look at Junior Firpo and his turnaround from, from when he joined yeah. us, you know, he's had, he, he, he looks absolutely settled. He, he was great yesterday. I felt, I don't think he was poor. Actually, he wasn't great. He made a couple of mistakes, but he defended quite well yesterday, uh, which was, which was always his, his worst part of his game. You know, we've, we've always seen that he can go forward. He can put a cross in, um, but he's actually in this, shape and style has has learned learned to defend. So I um, just want to move on to um the centre backs yesterday who I felt each of them were fucking incredible. Yeah I think uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think uh I thought both of them were out of this world yesterday. I think Cock and, and Verber are going to be our centre back pair and moving forward if they carry on playing like that. They they've got an, a very good understanding of uh how each other plays. And I know you're not Cock's biggest fan Gilly but I think not having Llorente in there beside him means that he's able to concentrate more on what he yeah. needs to do rather than trying to to cover any mistakes or anything like that that might come the way of, of, of a mess up from Llorente. And that's not having a dig at Llorente by any means. I just think Cock is someone who needs to be led a bit. And, and I think Verber is the type to be able to 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 kind of nurture him to improve on a on a very, very big scale. And I think they're right. I think they're class, the pair of them. Do you know, this will sound yeah. really bad, but I'd completely forgotten Lorente existed. <laughs> <laughs> completely um, gone out of my mind. So, um, I mean, I mean, I think it was in our pod chat yesterday, it could have been on Twitter, but um, where we would be now, especially as Coops had been injured, where we would be now had we not signed Verba, what mm -hmm. a signing that has been. I mean, not mm -hmm. even the amount that we signed him for, but the impact he's had. Immediately, he came on in midfield. Was it Accrington? He, he played in midfield. Um, mm. he, he played at left back. Mm. He, he's made that centre back position his own. I still don't think Cox's good enough, but he manages him through the games, yeah. um, and he, he, he's doing pretty well. Um, so I'd still be, I'd be looking to replace Cox, to be honest, in, in summer. But um, Lock out. yeah, I mean, there were there were there were perfectly. I mean, you look at some of the block. I, Verba were really unlucky with the goal um, because he oh, yeah. he he'd made some really really good blocks, and actually that that were just rolling through to Melier's hands. And it's just one of them freak occurrence. It gets a it gets a, a deflection and it, it yeah. bobbles into the bottom corner. You can't blame him for that. No, um, I but I, <laughs> I think um, if you look on the BBC website, Jack Harrison got man at match. Well, he, he scored the opening goal. He got himself an assist. But for me, and, and I know somebody mentioned Melia earlier. For me, I'd give it Verba. Right. As far um, as just good on... business goes, eleven million for Verba. It were eleven million to fix a defence. That yeah, is yeah. fucking great business. <laughs> well, almost, almost. The, the, the ironic thing, he was signed as a fucking left-back because Furpo was shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now Furpo's fucking ace. I can't um, dislodge just quickly, Furpo. <laughs> just before we continue about it, right, now's your time to just type in the comments who was your man of the match for uh, for yesterday. We'll have a bit of a chat about it now and then we'll uh, we'll see who is the most popular. So so go on, get your get your comments in. Who was your man of the match from, uh, from yesterday? Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, he was signed as a centre back, uh, as a left back, and he's the best centre back in the fucking league now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's, in, it's unreal, isn't it? He, he's mad. Some fuckers have spent shitloads trying to get defenders. Like they've him. got the butcher though. 
um yeah right then let's let's get on to on um tons of matches um first things first did anyone have a bad performance yesterday did anybody feel i don't i I can't single out a poor performance on that field yesterday bamford even look actually just just on bamford just on bamford look how different we were when he went off jay when when we didn't have a hold up player, we didn't yeah, have somebody yeah. putting the shoulder into the centre backs. We lost possession. There was no out ball, and we conceded two goals. So I'm just, I'm I just felt... being controversial. No, I no, wish I he think... could score goals. That's all. Rodrigo is a better striker. Else. Rodrigo yeah. is a better finisher of the football. We know that. We know we can see that with our own eyes. But Paddy Bamford brings so much to that team, yeah. regardless of how shit his touches, regardless of how, how many opportunities he misses. As a centre mm. forward, he is an absolute nightmare. Defenders hate playing against him. You can see it. They hate yeah, yeah, yeah. up against him. Yeah. He's a he's a totally different kind of player to the one that we signed all those years ago. Like he he's he's actually turned into a bit of a, a bully now when it comes to yeah. trying to boss and uh, a centre back that's that's trying to harass him. Like I think, like uh, Luke said there, if we've no hold up play uh, further up the pitch, then how are we going to how are we going to progress that way? It's it's essentially back to marsh ball if we've no one to hold it up at the top of the pitch. Yeah, agreed. And agreed. It, it's it's it. He does add an awful lot of value to that front line. Yeah, it's not just that; it's the question marks that he poses as well, isn't it? Mm. If a defender knows that he's going to get pressured, and uh, when he gets pressured, that that's somebody that's willing to put it about a bit, rather than Rodrigo that that will drop off and that will give the space and drops into midfield and wants to get involved in the build up of the play and so on. Uh, If if that question marks there because Paddy does stretch them and and does put them under pressure, uh, it, it it makes them play that bit quicker as well. Um, and it just puts that bit of doubt in your mind. I think. Um, I think for for me, um, I think we, we've seen this season that Rodrigo's finishing has been better than Paddy's finishing. Paddy's been off the boil. He's been injured, and then he's been working his, his way back in. Um, there was a point made in commentary. Uh, I mean, we've not really mentioned the commentary, and the commentary was absolutely appalling yesterday. It was just a pair of Wolves fans, to be fair. But or, in, in uh, commentary, they did they did say it would be great to see these two playing together when they brought Rodrigo. Which radio on station them. was that, Gilly? Um, it was an international radio station I was watching. Yeah, <laughs> it was really strange. We were able to broadcast some pictures with it as well. It was really odd. You've reminded me actually. It was such a shambles trying to get into the away stand that we were, we missed the first goal or would have done if it weren't for international radio. Um, <laughs> and, and, yeah, we were getting rained on, stood in a big fucking queue. Turnstiles. Should got there earlier? The road. Well, we were there in time for kickoff. I shouldn't have been like ten deep in a queue at that point trying to get in. Accrington and then to get in and find there's no beer on sale. I mean, I. They never sell beer there. Yeah. I've been twice wow. this season, they don't sell it. Bastards. Wow. I don't I mean I wasn't drinking anyway because I'm a good boy, but um, yeah, <laughs> um uh, uh, yeah, so right, let's go around the houses there. We've gone around the houses there a little bit about um your man of the matches. I'll start with you, Carl. Um, I'm gonna go with Mez. Meslier. I think two or three of them saves that he pulled off that that close one, I think Never or uh Jimenez, is it? He he was only about two or three yards away Which from him. He, he stuck that hand there, man. Like, yeah, big big save that. And there was a couple more as well that he was very brave coming out one on one and throwing himself at the ball. So saved him with his face again, didn't he? Yeah. So it, it's <laughs> just don't give up to, talk, does he? No, it's difficult to to kind of Family single anyone thought. out. Yeah. Oh, it's a bit early for that, isn't it? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> YouTube um, is this made for kids? No. <laughs> no, um, do not let your I, kids I, anywhere near Jay. 
fuck's sake. Yeah. So yeah, Mez for me anyway. I think good shout, good shout. Strictly on on his 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 impact in the saves and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with Carl. Go for Meslier. Meslier. I never call him that. That's you, that Carl. Melier. Melier. <laughs> um, yeah, I, th- I think he did a great Not job. And um, when we were really up against it, he, he really came through for us and Sean. He made a lot of important saves. And the mm. thing is, like, even when he gets smashed in the face, whatever, it doesn't put him off the next time. He'll go and do it again, and he'll just keep going. And I love yeah. that about him. We've, we've yeah, maybe he could have got back on his line quicker for that goal, yeah. but nobody expected that to happen. I'm not going to blame yeah, him for that. that was a fluke. It were a freak. Yeah. Mm. We've, we've, we have, we've all been critical of Mesley and, you know, shots at his near post earlier on the season where people have said he's cost us games and stuff. But the amount of important saves he makes that, that tend to go relatively unrecognised um, mm-hmm. I think he's he's a very he's a vital part of this team. I hope he's with us for a long, long time. But um, Gilly, for, last but not least, well, I'll be last but not least. But go on before me. Who's your man of the match? Yeah, I'm 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 not going to go with him. But just to mention, Melia is the first, is the youngest now to um, to hit a hundred appearances in the Premier League uh, yeah. at 23. So uh, no fair play to him, and it was a good day for him yesterday. I can see why you've gone for him. Um, Jack Harrison um, had a, a, another worldy of a performance. Um, but for First me, I, the season. I'm sticking with Verber. Um, I think he's so important to us. And some of the blocks, some of the tackles, there, there were a couple of times that they were looking very dangerous and, and they were on the break and it would have one-on-one and they came away with the ball. I, th- I thought he had a, a really, really good game again. Mm, yeah. yeah. Uh, same. I, I agree with all them points apart from the another uh, <laughs> before, before Jack Harrison, I thought, yeah, but yesterday, best his best performance for us by a long shot this season. Um, Meslier, another great shout. Um, and it was going to be one of the centre backs for me because I thought they were both class. Um, I just felt Warber was was better than uh, than than Cock yesterday, just with some some important blocks and things as well. But um, he's just brought a new dynamic to the team, another leader that we've missed. I think you know when mm-hmm. when Coops is out, although Ailing was captain yesterday, you could see Warber talking to the players, um, telling them to keep going at three. When it got to three two, it was it was geeing them up and saying, "Come on." We need to pick it back up. Um, and it's it's an important type of player. Anybody who's played any level of sport knows how important these senior players are. And not even senior, but players that are natural, naturals at talking to people and, and you know, yeah. you know, help helping people and supporting them. And you know, these younger players sometimes do need a little bit of slap on the arse and just say, Come on, you know, yeah. pick it back up. We need we need another good 10, 5, 10 minutes for you to get, you know, swing, swing, swing it back in our favour. So yeah, Woba for me yesterday. Um I will ask it's one in- last question. Who would who would you take from from that Wolves side uh, if we could if they go down in the summer and we stay up? Let's uh, start with you, I, Gilly. Since you went last last time, um, I thought Cunha did do pretty well when he came on. Um, I, I I don't know if he counts. I mean, he, he was playing for him, but he's on loan, isn't he? Um, yeah. So um, in in terms of that, I think if if you look through. Um, I'm, I'm struggling a little. I think Neto played all right. Um, I think for me, what I'm struggling with is the attitude of the players. I wouldn't want the attitude of the players in, in, in our squad because when you watch them, you, you watch... Podence is a perfectly decent player at this level, but I yeah. wouldn't want the play acting. Jimenez has really, really gone off the boil. And I think since... I mean, you know, he had a, a major, major injury and he's not been the same player since he came back. If he ever recovers his form, he's a great player, but I, I, I wouldn't want that sort of play acting and diving and screaming and crying all the way through the game. It, it does me tits in. Yeah. Um, so I, I think I think um, 
Uh, I mentioned Kilman earlier on that we stood off him when he had the ball. I think that's because he's he's fairly good on the ball and and he's pretty quick. He's got a good touch, um, but he'd play in Berber's position and therefore I, I I probably wouldn't take him. But he's a decent player. I wouldn't have Triari. Um, so yeah. yeah, I think for me, if he counts, even though he's on loan, I'd probably go Cunha. Yeah. Um purely on footballing ability and none of the rest of it, as Gilly alluded to there. I'd probably go for Neves. I think he's a really, really good player, but about 48, again, isn't he? He's 25. Yeah. But I don't I won't want that. Neves. I won't want all the shit that comes in. When he was like 19. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm stunned. Yeah, I, I, I won't want I won't want all the bollocks that comes with Wolves players, like Gilly says, but yeah, I think on football ability, I'd take Neves. Yeah. Cal? I'm going to agree with Jay there. He's probably the one player I'd take from that team um, yeah. that that would add to to the midfield. But I think, again, like Gilly was saying and Jay was saying as well, it's it's the fuck acting and the the childish carry-on that, that, that would upset our here. team. And... There's no way they get 50 million for him if they get relegated, which was the question. No way. No, we'll Not be buying him for 25 max. Yeah. Three dime bars and seven packs of rainbow drops <laughs> paid over five years. We've that depends if it's still rabs in and, charge. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, great, good point. I, I like the um, the look of the Brazilian lad who played centre defensive midfield. Was it Jao Gomez, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he played central defensive midfielder for him. Mm. Um, he broke up play relatively well. He was probably there. Um, I felt their best player in terms of actual footballing ability. He looked calm on the ball. He seemed to, he seemed to always find his man. He didn't do anything out of the ordinary yesterday, really. But he looked very, very steady. He'd be, he'd probably, probably a bit of an upgrade on Mark Rocker, I think, maybe potentially. But I think Neves probably would even be a bigger upgrade. But if I was to pick any there, I don't like Neves and his his attitude and that. So mm. I felt like that, um, that yeah, that, that I would probably pick that, that that young Brazilian fella. I don't even know if he's young. I've never never even heard of him before. It was his first start for them yesterday as well. That, that, that lad yeah. he played. Um, he Nick G just says, I don't get the rumors last year about Traore coming to us. I'd yeah. hate that bloke. None of us. And, and that's yeah. a, a pod all over. Fucking that's a full that fan thing. base. I think everybody's yeah. gone, What? Especially yeah. you know with the price tag. I would, uh, I, would, I would have had him, but I just it, watching him yesterday, he got so tired so quick. Yeah. Honestly, he yeah. made five or six good good runs down that right wing, uh, and 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 looked dangerous every time. After that, he was coming. He wasn't looking for the ball over the top. He was coming short. He didn't want to. Because he's, he's so run. fucking muscly, he's too much muscle yeah. mass. He's too heavy. You, he's like, like, when, printing look, like that. For look, you'll have seen minutes. it. You'll have seen it in rugby when you've got big lads like that. There's only a certain amount of time, and then they need ten minutes. They're out on the yeah. feet, they're gassed. Then they yeah, need yeah. ten minutes, and then they can go again. And and it's that it's that um, he, he is he's almost too big to be a footballer in the position yeah. that he plays. It's 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 really strange. But totally I, you know, I I I I I don't think he's effective. You know, I've said before, he's he's basically he's, he's Darren Uckerby plus baby oil. Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't I don't see much more. You know, he might be slightly faster. But he also doesn't have the same level of stamina that could be had for us. I, I don't, I don't, I don't rate him at all. And and with the money that Wolves would be looking for him, um, I think I think it'd be crazy. I'd I, think I, 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 I just think they're reaching with what they're asking for. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, I think Sarr is a decent keeper, but the only reason that I didn't even contemplate him is because I want Melia to be our keeper for the next 10 years. Yeah, I want him to be our keeper for the next 20 years. <laughs> fair comments fair comments it will yeah it look it's it's nice to have you all on here and just actually have lots of positives to take out of a game and i think mm. i think it's been coming and it you know we've had positives to take out of, of a number of games and just not been getting the right results or, or or been unlucky or but now it's actually nice to be on the flip side of that coin and actually i've had a bit of luck going our favor you know a couple of decisions gone our way that rightfully gone our way not, not saying that, that yeah. Um, so yeah. Hello. Anybody else got much else to say apart from I've just got a little closing bit to do, and then anybody else want to mention anything else from yesterday before we do? Um, I just want points. to. I'll let Carl go first. Sorry, Jay. I just want to say it's nice that we were on the right end of shite refereeing for a change because it, <laughs> it really makes a massive difference. <laughs> you know? That's all I want to don't, say. I, although I, just... I think he was a shite referee, Carl. I don't think the decisions that went for us were were, were because he was a shite referee. They they were no. they, they were they were spot on. Uh, no, 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 I'm not saying I that. I just said the way we got... Referee. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we just got the look of the draw with them this time, you know, because we haven't had that all season. Like, you know, mm. uh, Christensen got taken out by Sa at, at Ellen Road and, and nothing, you know. Yeah. It didn't even go to VAR. Yeah. And, and then there was decisions yesterday where it did go in our favour, which was good. Yeah. So... Yeah, just yeah. Uh, just on this comment from Robert, actually, quickly. Uh, how about Gracie from another match? He's getting better play out of every player making the right decisions. Spot on. I think he is making the right decisions. But it was really nice to see him in his comments after the game praising the players, and it was the players as win. It wasn't. It mm. wasn't anything to do with the coaches. The players are doing it, um, and it was really nice. With Conte. Yeah. yeah, absolutely <laughs> yeah. destroyed his players. Yeah, mm. he didn't have and the board. Yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs> Trying to get yeah. sacked. Oh, right. Jay, did yeah. you have anything else to say, mate? Yeah, a couple of things. Um, firstly, I'd just like to give a special mention to that Wet Wipe Wolves fan on Twitter. I did wonder if you are going to mention it. had some back and forth with yesterday. This arsehole, um, he didn't only do it to us by the sound of it either. He were, um, he were mouthing off and he were tweeting pictures of Galatasaray knife sets and things like that and then uh, blocked us when we gave him it back and then he deleted his account so his mum must have caught up with him. Um, but <laughs> uh, actually... Um... Mate, you're a prick. Somebody somewhere uh, reported him to, um, is it West yeah, Mercy? Did, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they did. You, yeah. Hey, report your sir, don't you? Um, the other thing was uh, Wolves, it looked like they had safe standing in that stand at the end. They did down, down. But they were all sat down. Yeah, they, they had safe standing <laughs> where I was, Jay. Down in that What's that all about? Yeah, and they're all sat down. So they can get in bin. And um, <laughs> the other thing, I was just going to ask you guys, if anyone saw... That ruckus that happened at the end, what actually happened? Because I, I didn't catch that. Like, no, uh, yeah. got shoved in it or something, and they all kicked so, off, and someone got sent off on bench. Yeah, it so, was in um, the crowd as well, by the way. Did anyone see that? No, I didn't. Yeah, he was, he was off to give a, a shirt to that young fella. That's oh, right. right. Yeah. I thought you meant while it were kicking off. <laughs> he were kicking off with somebody in the crowd. Whoever got sent off, they were getting dragged away by bloody Costa, weren't they? Yeah, it was. It was just telling you to calm down. You know, you fucking lost it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, it was Nunes that got got the the red card. I think, um, but I think from a from a viewpoint of what had gone on, it looked very much like um, there was still screaming at the officials. Um, the linos uh, then backed into him, then fallen over, and then the man's got sent off. But the thing is, if he's not, Somebody if he's not on, if he's not outside the uh, technical area, screaming at the officials. That doesn't happen. Yeah. So, and and they got away with that throughout. You know, uh, um, uh, Lopetegui, he, he, he were in there 
uh, in, in their faces just about throughout the entire game. It, it was pointed out that um, other managers have been warned and then and then sent off for, for screaming at the officials when they're looking at VAR and that uh, he were doing that. Um, there were, there were a, a Wolves account that I retweeted that um, that had said it's about time that Wolves and Wolves fans got respect from officials. Uh, and <laughs> and in that same tweet, shared Lopetegu is screaming in the officials' yeah, face. Yeah, I saw that. Like, yeah, yeah. That's not respect, lads. That's not respect at all, lads. <laughs> Why aren't you respecting us? <laughs> right then. Well, Brilliant. Thanks everybody for joining. I am done in. I'm back on with Joe later tonight at eight o'clock uh, on the Just Joe's football show to say it all again. So if you fancy hearing me repeat myself, um, yeah, I'll be on with I'll be on with with, with Joe. But uh, just one quick closing comment before we do finish. Happy Mother's Day to uh, to all your mothers out there, uh, everyone else's mum, and to all those mothers who, who are no longer with us. We understand. Obviously, it's it's not an easy day for everybody. So um, so yeah, try and enjoy your day best you can. Uh, we'll be back on Tuesday night, I think, with a little bit more of a brief uh, on the game from the weekend. Don't know what we're going to talk about on Tuesday because there's no game now up until up until Arsenal. We'll probably just have a bit of a general chat. Um, <laughs> and yeah, take it easy. Thanks ever so much for all of the uh, the comments. We do appreciate them. And thanks for joining us on this Sunday morning. Here's two, three points. Let's get some more. Cheers, lads. Cheers. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening to another Auto Know Better podcast, the Independent Leeds United podcast. You can engage with us via our socials on YouTube and Twitter at the address at Auto Know Better with your thoughts on the show or subjects you'd like us to discuss. You can even join us live and have your say while we're recording on our YouTube channel for the main weekly show and the Berardi and Coke after match podcasts. With three years' worth of content you can listen back to, from interviews with former Leeds players and managers to Hollywood stars. Maybe choose carefully which match reviews to check out though. Remember to subscribe on whichever app you choose to follow us on.